You're listening to a Mango Languages podcast. Language teaching is hard, but there are a lot of reasons to be optimistic. That's why we created this show, Teaching Languages Today, a podcast for world language educators about what's working and what's not. Listen in for the problems fellow teachers are facing, learn what solutions they found, and get some much-needed self-care reminders of why you fell in love with teaching in the first place. Hi, I'm Emily, your host for the show. In each episode, I'll be taking you on a journey into seeing world language ed through a new lens by sitting down with an all-star lineup of teachers, administrators, parents, and students. It's my hope that the stories you hear in this show will get you thinking and feeling different about what you do in the classroom. Hey friends, Emily here, your friendly neighborhood linguist and host of Teaching Languages Today. In this episode, I got to sit down with Tracy Thomas, a language acquisition coordinator based in Texas at the Brazosport Independent School District. And the reason that I wanted to talk to Tracy is because her school has started a really innovative program called Discovering Languages in their junior high. And so in this episode, we talk all about what Discovering Languages is, why a school district might want a program like this and the problems that it solves. And she also provides us with four easy tips for pulling off a program like this. And if you have no idea what a Discovering Languages program is, then get ready because you're about to learn with Tracy. Without further ado, here was my conversation with Tracy Thomas. Thank you so much, Tracy, for being on the show with us. Um, why don't you start by telling our audience, you know, who you are, what institution you work for, and what's your what's your language story? Um, my name is Tracy Thomas. I am a, a language acquisition coordinator for Brazosport Independent School District. My language story is weird because I um, I was a world language student. I I um, I use the term spoke uh, loosely because I, I I studied Latin. So we never spoke it except in class because there was nobody out there on the street saying, yo, hey, hi, coke, you know, that kind of thing. Who is, who is, who is? There was none of that going around. World languages is a new layer for me. And I'm grateful for this opportunity to be involved with the world language community. So thank you for having me. I appreciate it. So what is a Discovering Languages program? The Discovering Languages class was an explore is not was it's not dead <laughs> is an exploratory class that allows junior high students to explore a different language each nine weeks. Mango Languages is actually the platform that we've used digitally. That um, and and I love it. I, I really do. We utilize this online platform in order to engage students in exploring culture and exploring customs and learning some basic communicative phrases that if they go into that country, they can ask questions, they can ask for directions, they can get some place. Where's the bathroom? Where's the exit? Getting a cab, you know, whatever the case may be. So each time we stay explore a different language. But what I find so wonderful about it is that you're learning a language and you actually get to experience it just like the students do, which which brings a different lens of learning and the way in which you approach it. So being able to look at it from the lens of a learner, because I myself am learning this right along with you, brings a different kind of connective tissue in building relationships with students and making you more open 
to exploring other things within that culture than if you were a native speaker, so to speak. I'm not saying you can't be. I'm saying that I do believe that it brings on a different perspective that someone, you know, if I'm if I if I'm an English teacher and all I do is teach English, my perspective is English. If I'm a Spanish teacher and all I do is teach Spanish, my perspective is Spanish. But if I'm a discovering languages teacher and I have to teach or not it's German, and then I gotta flip and I gotta learn now these teach Mandarin. Oh, oh yeah, the fun is starting. And then you know, Spanish, that's my native language, but now I can see all of the different parts and how these things connect to the things that I didn't know as a learner. So I put a little bit more into that Spanish. You know, when you're when you're talking about this program that you guys have, I don't know if I'm more jealous of the students or the teachers. <laughs> I, I agree. I think that um, were I to go back to the classroom and want to teach a class in world languages, that would be the one I would want. And then I asked Tracy, what was her school's impetus for creating the Discovering Languages program? I know you've previously said that students in your district have often opted for Spanish when they go to high school as kind of like a knee-jerk reaction. Can you can you explain to me what's um, what goes on there and, and how your school district is thinking about that knee-jerk reaction? Our district has a large Hispanic community. So many of our students are already emerging bilingual students. They speak English, they speak Spanish. They may not necessarily read Spanish very well, but they certainly can communicate on a social level. So the automatic reaction is, oh, well, I'm gonna go ahead and I'm going to take Spanish because I already speak Spanish. And that way I can get those Sp that Spanish elective and credit for graduation, which is great. You should. I, I am not by any means saying that that is not something that shouldn't be done. But what I want to see and what we are trying to do with our district is to move students from that school of thought. And what I mean by that is if you already have a fairly good exposure to a particular language, go ahead and do that. There's certainly other languages that you can explore to be multilingual instead of just bilingual and only having those two. I wish I had done it, actually. But I, I think that, you know, having a student that speaks Spanish and then speaking German and English, that's mind blowing. Learning a completely different language that is outside of your community makes the world so much bigger. And it also provides a marketability that you have as a student that other people don't have, no matter where you are, whether you're in Texas with our Texas uh, TEKS or if you're doing common core standards, it's important that students understand the benefits of second language acquisition on a greater level and how that can affect them with graduation and certainly for college. I, I just do, I can't say enough about the importance of second language acquisition and third language acquisition and eighth language acquisition, as many as you can learn just, you know, pick up here and there um, because you can be more worldly within your own community, whether you choose to travel abroad or stay right here in the United States. You can be more worldly within this national sphere because there are pockets of other cultures within the United States. Okay, so now we know what a Discovering Languages program is, why a school might want to use one. What we now need are some tips. Do you have any suggestions for K-12 teachers or admin who might be listening who are like, yeah, I want to start a program like this in my school. Um, what are some things that have worked or some challenges that you faced that other people should know about? One of the challenges was initially when it started, the teachers did not really have resources available to them in order to utilize 
to teach those different subsets of all the different languages that we're going to encounter in that nine-week period. So if you're going to start this, you need to start with the framework and the foundation for the resource. It's critical. Resources are first, and then creating a framework of utilizing what's going to be the professional development that is going to be ongoing to help teachers utilize these resources effectively. So that's number one, because that's an area we bumped up against. You know, having this great idea to want to have push out multiple languages in the class, fantastic. Then what? <laughs> you know, um, because if it's already a challenge to provide PD for world languages just in one language, imagine how difficult it is to put something together for someone who's going to be teaching for a period of time, four to maybe even five languages. So putting together that framework, giving them those resources with PD, and providing it where they are themselves learners. I can't say that enough. They can, this is not something where we put the kids on the computer and then they just go forward with the modules. We do not do that. There's instructive pieces that are aligned where teachers are needing instruction based on what they have learned themselves as they explore that particular language within that nine-week piece. So that is critical. The second thing I would also say is have a plan to move forward. If you're going to do this here, how can we, don't let it just be a drop in the bucket right now for seventh grade, and then they go off to Spanish, and we're right back to where they started. Mm. Have a plan to have some conversations and counseling to push students to explore and see, hey, what what were you thinking when you're going to ninth grade? You know, you took this discovering languages class, and I know Spanish is on your radar, and I'm not going to dissuade you from that. Have you ever considered, what was was one of the languages that you really like, you really would love to explore? Have you considered maybe signing up with this language instead or in conjunction with? Um, and it's an experiment. I'm going to be honest with you. It's a pilot. And um, I'm, I'm okay with swinging from the fences and crashing and burning as long as I'm doing something that is, I believe, impactful, that I'm doing it with passion. And I believe that even, with, even if we only affect the small amount of kids that we got right now, and it falls apart. I know the level of impact that we did with those kids will bloom out and grow into society at some point. Um, I believe in that. I know that, um, you know, um, you don't ever, innovators, risk takers, and trailblazers don't make small steps, they make giant ones. And with that comes giant failures. So don't be afraid when some you have issues and problems. You know, get you a team, not be a team of one. My, my three teachers that I named, they are, even though they're new, I asked their opinion. And they're like, Ms. Thomas, I don't know. And, and I said, yeah, you do. Come on. You're in that classroom. You're working with the students. Tell me what you need. What would you like to see? In, 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 um, in a perfect world, how would you design this class? Can't tell you I can give you all those pieces. I can't even tell you I can give you one of those pieces. But we can start. we can strive and start thinking in that direction to start troubleshooting as a team to do those things. And then pulling in. Your, your high school teachers who do teach those single languages to help Sherpa those teachers and those students to move them up. So that's what I would encourage people. Start with the resources, start with the PD and support for the teachers, and then building it out, going onto the high school campus. Start there, have a plan for that, and then moving forward, wherever you see the needs are. Because every district is different. Every a campus is different. You know, you're your own community. Mm. So I want to really make sure I emphasize the fact that, you know, this is a development. It's not perfect. Um, in fact, I I shy away from perfection because perfection doesn't really show growth. Um, 
but we are working on making it, perfecting it right now where we are as we develop, um, as we set goals a little bit at a time. And the, oh, and the last thing I forgot to say with our resource with Mango Languages, I love the fact that Mango Languages give us licenses so that if a student has a license, they have access to share with their family. Mm. So if you've got parents that are learning a new language or who are stilted and stunted in trying to grow, because oftentimes, particularly when parents come to this country, students are probably a little more fluent in English because they pick on it a lot faster. They're on social media. They're watching TV. They're doing a lot of things. And you don't have to use your kid to translate anymore. Now you can you can actually get on there and learn through Mango Languages yourself. So the fact that they give us five additional you know access points within that student license, I think is a fantastic to help push parents so they can see the benefits of becoming more literate in their own language as well as in another language and how this can and how they can support their students with their second language acquisition. Absolutely. And that's a whole there's a whole um, host of research and linguistics that focuses on that particular phenomenon, which is called child brokering, where, you know, if, a, if someone, um, let's say, is not fully proficient or comfortable speaking English, They'll rely on the, the child to have, you know, it could be conversations with like their health insurance or their, you know, their the employer, the school district calls home and the, and the kid has to do the translation, which is not ideal. And so if, if we can provide parents with these resources, whether it's to learn, you know, English to a point that gives them linguistic confidence or another language so that they're lifetime learners too. I mean, yeah, I agree with you. It's great. And you made a really good point that a lot of people don't realize. If I got my kid translating for me about health insurance, there are going to be some steps missed. And that is something <laughs> that we do not. <laughs> we don't want to see heaven. You know, so I, I, I really do encourage um, and think it's really great for parents to join this journey and explore with their kids as well as they learn. Thank you so much, Tracy. It was honestly a joy to have you on the show. And I know our audience is probably really pumped that they got to learn a thing or two about trying a new innovative program at their school. Well, thank you so much for having me. I really, really do appreciate it. And, um, you know, world language community, let's keep talking to each other. Let's keep sharing ideas and let's keep advocating so that we can show kids, parents, um, everybody how beneficial multilingualism is. Well, thank you so much, Tracy. Stay healthy, stay happy and language on. Your language on. Thank you so much, Emily, and have a great one, okay? You too. Bye. Bye. Well, friends, that was my conversation with Tracy Thomas, who is a joy to speak with. I mean, the energy that she brings to a room, whether it's a Zoom room, a real room, um, she is just delightful. And it was great to hear about how Brazosport has been discovering this new program, Discovering Languages. It's in its infancy there, and I'm really excited to see their journey, how this program grows for them, and also hopefully some of you listening might bring it into your school as something fun and innovative that you can try with your students. So if you do that, let me know. I would love to hear about your experiences there. And if you have any other programs or extracurricular activities or clubs that kind of serve a similar purpose to this Discovering Languages course, please let us know. I would really love to hear about it. And if you enjoyed the episode, you can let us know by following the podcast. Thanks for listening and see you next time. Bye.
This episode was hosted, produced, and edited by me, Dr. Emily Sabo. Our production manager is Dr. Erica Catregli. And our audience was, oh, wait, that's you. <laughs> Thank you so much.